podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. And furthermore, to the intro, I'm a fucking idiot and used the wrong microphone. Um, and so I sound like shit the entire episode. And I'm very sorry about the uh, technical difficulties. Okay. Woof, dude. <laughs> woof. Let's get into it. Big woof. Gonna be hard to get anything enthusiastic out of me this week. Do you want to start with the dark or the light? Mm-hmm. I'll just talk about myself for a little bit, I guess. I, okay. So I At did, least if you start, then NPAS will listen for more than two minutes or something. Yeah, right. I'll be happy for at least five minutes of this pod. <laughs> so I brought in Slack, Jones Slack Legends. for Vert. Net gain at two points. Good start. You know, Vert gets a zero, concedes the pen, Spurs are terrible, whatever. I got 40 total points. Um, less than half of you. A little sneak peek to the light side of things. Um, I captain Kane, who's among the worst people you could possibly captain, considering, like, everyone else returned. Um... Let's see. I mean, Duffy's now banned. Tarkovsky's being charged with violent conduct. Watford get their third red card in a row, leading to a Richarlison blank. Um, I still don't have Sterling. He's still 8.5 million, and he scores every fucking week. I haven't known him all year. Um, You know, here we are. You know, if I capped Salah, for example, which... Most people did, or Hazard will get a lucky assist or whatever. Then, you know, my game week rank would be 3.4 million instead of 4.4 million. I think it's the worst I've ever done in any game week in FPL history. Uh, this is like six years of FPL or something. I don't yeah, know. The, the, the only we, thing to say about Kane is like, Listen, let's go. Let's do the cane talk right away. Let's, yeah, let's... because that's everything. Because you know, there's Hazard, there's Lukaku, there's Salah, there's so many other people, and Kane blanks. He gets a one pointer. I mean, he, the way that I saw the game at the end of it from my cane cap perspective was just like that sucks. But like Spurs had a lot of chances to counter. They just fucked every single one up. Credit to City for doing most of the fucking, like, blocking them, and their press was really good and everything. Kane still got some shots up. I just, I don't know, everyone, all of them diabolical. Like, as you would say, like, Winks, Danny Rose, Erickson, Ali, Dyer. Like, every outball was a nightmare from Spurs. Every little tit they had to maybe counter and do something was fucked. Just horribly Rose was really bad. Rose was so bad. Erickson was, was so bad. Dyer was the worst of all of them by far. I don't think Ali played. Did he play? Ali, it was funny because I, I had to rewatch highlights as soon as I got home from the bar just to be like, because I, I, while I was watching, I felt like, oh, like maybe Kane, like all the time I was like, oh, maybe they'll get through this time. No, fuck it up. 
whatever, counter. Then City counters their counter or whatever. And I had to watch highlights to be like, was I just like, was that what I was actually seeing or was I just like hoping so badly for a Kane return? Yeah, because you had a captain. Yeah, but even in highlights, I mean, it shows. It's just like, Ali will like lay it off to Winks, who will just like completely fuck something up or give it back to Ali, who will then fuck it up himself or... Dyer will fuck up a clearance when he had, like, Trippier sprinting down the byline. You know, like, there's room to counter against City. I'm not saying it's easy, but Spurs should be capable of it. And they just they just fucked them all up. So, I mean, the countering is what I was relying on. And if one or two of them had come off, that that's potential one or two king goals. But as it went, they just, they deserved to lose. Eight nothing like that was just ridiculous. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I agree with your assessment. I think I think we're at the point this season. Obviously, Poch is stumbling, and the players are letting him down, and the players are stumbling. Yeah, I think we've gotten enough of a sample size. And it's, the strange thing is that I agree with you. I think Kane has looked good all year, but the strikers relying on the service more often than not, and they're not getting penalties and. Spurs have just been really bad, so yeah, it's a, it's just he's like been a, a function fu- captain. Yeah, yeah, he's just been a function of them being fucking fucked up all year for for more more or less. Um, makes them really unreliable this season, and yeah, I think it's time to really look away from him to the captaincy. I think like Salah. I think at this point, it's pretty insane to captain Kane over Salah in a similar fixture. Oh, I agree. I mean, I learned my lesson. The absolute only reason I didn't caps a lot and I wrote this in lineup lines is I was just expecting some sort of rest in like, you know, an easy picture. And then the day of the match, I think it was like the sun or some shitty newspaper came out with like Klopp quote that was like, he's impeccable fitness. Like he doesn't ever need to be rested. It's just like, okay, great. Yeah. And I, I think we've obviously been talking a lot about Klopp rotation and it's rife, but one player who really hasn't been rotated is Salah. I mean, yeah. he, he was rested in game week 14. Other than that, he started all the way back to like fucking September. So I think we need to push that yeah. aside. That's not really yeah, a thing it's anymore. Not, and it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just as likely to get subbed at 75 if the game's out of hand as Kane is. The, just the difference is that Spurs never have the game out of hand on 75 because they're fucking terrible. So I think, yeah, it, unless of the fixture is very lopsided, I think we, we really need to start going Salah over, over Kane 100%. Yeah. And it's just like the. The Toby being out thing is, you know, it's one thing from a de- defensive standpoint. It's very, like, clear-cut that they're just not as good as defending without him. But, dude, like like I was saying with Dyer, like, go watch highlights again. Like, if that's Toby, like, pinging those long diagonals out from the box on the counter, if that's fucking Ederson instead of fucking Hugo, who's just an absolute piece of shit, then, like, they're actually countering. Like, Toby's... Toby being out really hurts them going forward also, which I feel like no one's talking about, but like his distribution is as good as any center back in the league. And without him, they're just a bunch of fucking idiots just running around. Like, Oh my God, dude. I mean, you know, I despise Dyer, but I I agree with you. I think Toby's the quickness, which they, he has a turnover and he just immediately makes a dagger or paint to midfield and the the brakes on versus Dyer tries to clear it. And it just, Goes out of bounds for a corner. It's just insane, yeah. the difference. Yeah, 
He's really bad. I don't know how he's so highly rated, I guess, because he's like Portuguese English or something. But Yeah. I, I mean, that's Spurs box. I mean, we could talk about do we get rid of Kane, blah, 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 but I'm still not there. I, I just think that he's still so close constantly to, you know, a goal or a brace any game. And I don't really yeah, Any figure... game where it's not City and they get completely dominated, yeah. Yeah, like he's got the double coming up. Southampton coming up at Burnley, obviously not a great fixture, but I still fucking back him and trust him, and I think he's still the best striker in the league, and I, I don't feel comfortable getting rid of him, especially with the double coming up. I mean, the fixture run is, is pretty good after the double for a little bit. They have a tough patch towards the end of January, beginning of February. Maybe we'll talk about getting rid of him then if he's still stumbling, but... For now, I'm just going to hold him, but I'm definitely not going to be really looking yeah. at him for the captaincy. You just can't. Yeah, There's just too much. You rely too much on the team. That's just how footy works. And if Spurs team, have been yeah. awful. I mean, they've been ridiculously bad. Like weird. Like weirdly bad. Like I don't know. And like I'm sure people are like lolling at home, like oh they're being Spursy, but it's not. It's not that at all. They're just like. They're bad. They're, they're just, not like, like lost giving the up. ability to pass. Like yeah, they're not like taking the league and then spursing and it away or like it's not comical. It's just like they're just like bad. It's just like they're getting outplayed. I mean, they're, they're, they're getting just out not, fucking played. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you look, you compare them to any of the other top six or whatever, and it just seems like they're nowhere near the talent level of any of them. Even though we've seen over the past two years that. They are. There are. They're close to there, at least. You know, it just doesn't seem like that at all. It's very, Ollie very is, odd. I think. I mean, I think Ali is the. I'm, I've, I said it like a month ago or something, but his season has been. I just. I don't understand how he's not dropping him. I just don't. I do not understand how many. I mean, I just think game, it's like he needs a month dude. away. He needs like to just go away somewhere. I, he's been every single performance is maybe a four out of ten. Yeah, he's been the worst player in the outfield for them pretty much every game from what I've been watching. Uh, yeah, I mean, he like, should have had a red. I mean, that was a fucking absolute. He should red have had a red, challenge. and Kane should, so have, should had have had a red. red. Yeah, but I and I'm I'm the Erickson side of the coin. Like he was like, what did he have? I had it open here. It was sixty eight percent of his passes in the uh, pass completion in the opponent's half. Fifty eight percent in the final third. Yeah, that's like you're like the the classy number ten. Like, go fucking kill yourself. Like, play goalie if you're gonna do that. You know, like it's bad. Spurs are bad. Can't bad state. Do that, dude. Yeah, it's just shocking. But um, wow, I did not expect the Spurs ramp before we even get to your team. Holy shit! Here we are. Spurs. I mean, you have a one point cap and a forty point week. You're like twenty points under the average. We have to let it all out. It's a catharsis. Yeah, I mean, it's just with those bands at the back and shit. I'm just like, and then Silva out for who knows what, for yeah, who knows for how have, long. Yeah, like, what am I potting. doing here? Like, I'm, I'm so fucked going forward. But we'll get there later. So uh, let's go to the lightness. Let's enter the lightness. How'd you do? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I got 81 this week. Um Christmas tree came in with the tree of Christmas gods. 81, dude. 81 I got. Um, mm, mm. Five five of six cleans at the back. Mm. And then I kept in Lukaku for eight. 
And then I had fucking so lucky Loftus Cheek off the bench for Silva with that last moment assist for six. Oh, yeah, because you did Firmino to Lukaku, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously that didn't pay off, but if I didn't pay off because you captain. Exactly. I probably would have captain Kane and I would have been fucking negative, so. Yeah, it's good, man. I got some baps for my Chelsea guys. Um,. This is a good week. I mean, this is the kind of thing, right? We, we talked about it a few weeks ago when I had the triple Chelsea defense in. If they're going to keep a clean sheet, I'm going to have a big green arrow because if I'm getting three, if I'm getting three cleans straight off from them at the price that I'm paying for them with the amount of money I have invested in my forwards and midfields, like it's going to be a good thing. So, yeah, you're starting off yeah. with three returns right off the bat. It's like you only had two blanks this week. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that, but yeah, just Jones and Kane. Jones so, and Kane, who are like the two best picks <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. John's best pick in FL and Kane best forward in FL. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I think I, we had a really interesting discussion earlier today on, on Slack about kind of the template and what is the template? What does it mean? How do you, how do you rise in your mini leagues? How do you differentiate your team? So I think this is the kind of thing like we, we've, we talk about this periodically on the pod the last couple of years since we started three years ago. How do you, how do you get differentials in your team with a low risk, high 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 ceiling uh, kind of way to do it without removing like the best players, someone like perhaps Kane or or Salah? Yeah. So I mean, I think like for example, with me having triple Chelsea defense, like that is to me a very low risk way to have a huge differential. Especially, it's been nice the last couple of weeks, right? We've had Hazard coming in with like a couple blanks and and a six pointer, and then Marat has been a little fucked up. But if you have a, if you look to defense when the the ceiling's low to begin with, if you get six points, whatever bonus points, maybe up to nine on those players, you're not removing explosive attacking players. I could get like fifteen or something like Salah or Kane or you know someone like that. Those are kind of places where you could still keep five or six players who are very highly owned in a lot of teams. You know, you keep the Sterlings and the Salahs and the Canes of the, of the world, but on the fringe of your side is where you kind of look for different guys that you could kind of get in. And everyone has, you know, a Chelsea defender, a Burnley defender, a United defender, and that's probably like the template defense if you look around. The names will be different, but the lion's share of teams that we're competing against have one of those. So if you eschew one of those teams and double on another, you know, those are things that you could do to differentiate your team with not really that much risk to like plummet or something. If it doesn't come off, what do you think about that differentiating in defense? Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing of what you said is the guys you're quote unquote missing are not the type of guys who really punish you. And Hazard occasionally will have a high score, but he also blanks a lot. And Murata very, very occasionally has a high score. I mean, we haven't seen one since, we haven't seen double digits in scheme of six, so I hesitate to even say that. But he doesn't really punish you, like Costa from last year or something like that, where it's just like he'll maybe score one goal. Even when he gets a goal and assist, like in game week 12, he still didn't hit double digits. Not going to kill you there. So if you're getting the same amount of points from a defender like Christensen, who's 5 million cheaper than Murata, I think right there just tells you all you need to know. You know, like I'm sat, sat here with Murata and 
it feels terrible. I mean, like I thought this run would be better and it's been a little unlucky with Maranta because he picked up the injury or whatever, but, and they just don't look like scoring much. And we've talked about that kind of all year, which, you know, I guess I went away from our thoughts on Chelsea, you know, I, by getting Maranta in, in the first place, I kind of like contradicted what I've been saying all year, but yeah, I mean, it just doesn't, I don't see a Maranta hall or hazard hall ever really killing you. And the defenders have just as good, if not better, of a chance of equaling their scores. And yeah, and like the ownership saving for them so too. much money. Yeah, the ownership level is not that's other th- not that's that thing. high. It's not anywhere exactly. near Salah or or Sterling or Silva right. or Kane right. or right. You know, there's so many other guys. Um, and that yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, and the ownership is something with the template. Is I mean, the template is the highest owned players in the game, basically. And if you make like the template 11, you're, you're not going to just stick in, you know, four of the most expensive midfielders and three of the most expensive forwards. Like where Charleston's going to be in that template. Like you're going to have those players in that price bracket, but basically it's just the highest owned players in the, in your 11, whatever. So the percentages, you know, if you have Salah at 98% you have Kane at 85%, like, Obviously, Salah's untouchable at this point. It's not worth talking about him. But Kane, I mean, people are talking about it, like Kane's not doing it. Should I remove him? Like, you can definitely do whatever the fuck you want with your team. But when Kane is 75, 85% owned of the teams around you, he's still the best striker in the game and he still has brace potential every time he walks on. Yes, you can fly if he blanks for three or four weeks and you make up the points elsewhere and you redistribute right. the funds. It's much but- riskier. The risk is absolutely massive because you don't know when it's going to come. And Hazard is the same thing to me with Kane. I mean, Hazard is the same brace, 16-point potential anytime he steps on the pitch. But the difference is that Hazard is 50% less owned. I mean, what he's in the 20s probably or something like that. So I think he's 15 overall. Yeah, yeah so I mean, if he's going to haul... You're gonna. It's not gonna be great because a lot of people have him, but it's not gonna be anything to the levels of Kane. So, I mean, those are the kind of things that you got to kind of think about when you dif- make, look for the differentials. I think you know. I mean, that's for me anyway. From the, the seasons we've been playing, I think that's something I've kind of yeah. That and that that's basically the that's what the template is and how to how to work walk the tightrope around it or whatever. You yeah. Know? But and another thing is, I mean, when you look at it, the template's the temple for the reason, right? The players that everyone has in high percent ownership is because they're the best players in the game. You could disagree with one or two of the picks because you think, you know, Richarlison, you know, red cards, they're bad. He's misses a lot of chances, blah, blah, blah. But they're still good picks. They're all good picks. You could also just have all 11, and that's a differential because no one has that really, you know? Right, I right, mean, right. a lot of people all have six or seven of them, but... You could just get every single one of them in, and then you're differentiated in that sense that you have every single one. You know, so there's a lot of different ways to play the game, a lot of different ways to set your team up and stuff like that. But just kind of an interesting conversation, I thought to to get in on the pod Definitely from did. Slack. This is a, this is a weird shaped pod because we haven't even shouted out yet. And we're just diving yeah, in. Go, I do like that it though. Fucking, I like it. Do that shit. Talk about whoever. I mean, does. FPL website is just continues to be an insane piece of shit that to levels that I will never understand billion dollar industry, trillion dollar industry can't get a website working. So the leagues are not updated. So skip that back to survivor league. Producer Nate finally meets his maker after, you know, just not making a pick again. Just 
You got what you Fuck deserved. Him, got what you I'm deserved. So ha- I'm so happy. As yeah, well. Doherty leads the pack. Pocono's right on his ass, and then Jono's just getting by the skin of his tit, getting by. And uh, everyone's trying to get that custom bobblehead. So you know, we'll see. Everyone picked West Ham this week. They're running out of teams, dude. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, week twenty, right? We're almost yeah. at week twenty, yeah, and then it resets. Very so close. We'll see if they if they can make it to week twenty. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. So, all right, let's go ahead. I want to. I think we got to start talking about Everton a little bit because everyone was freaking out today about Everton beating Swansea three one. Everyone's freaking um, out. I'm very confused about it. Mm-hmm. I thought their performance was ridiculously bad, and mm-hmm. I think they're very bad. Mm-hmm. Rooney goal to assist. Good job. Good job by you. Good job by you. Calvert Calvert Lewin was just a- absolutely awful for say nine it, minutes. Say it. Say it. He was just bad. He was I mean, diabolical. Yeah, this kind of not did not have a good ninety. He it's like he gets a fucking tap and rebound because no everyone with Swansea has their thumbs up their ass off the rebound off the pen, but he's in clean on the keeper and he just like fucks up beyond belief. Like that's what kind of player he is, you know. I think he's I think he's just bad. He's a pace I, merchant. He's, he's a pace merchant. And he's, he's young. He has a really good bright future, but he's not bright like future. good. He's cheap and. I think he's a good FPL pick because he's cheap and he's playing up top, but right. I don't think he's going to like get a lot of points. Yeah, you don't want to be relying on him for points. That just makes no yeah. sense. I mean, again, he's under 5'5", five five, so you could definitely go big-time risk and set him in your team as a as a starter, but I don't see a lot there with him. And then, I mean, Waza is just... His stats are still terrible. Let's not mix any... Beyond terrible. Like, let's not mince words here. He's scored a pen, and then he's getting, like, side pass assists. He's playing reverse out of position. Stats aren't there. If they played anyone else, anyone half-decent other than Swansea today, they probably would not have scored a goal because they didn't really look like doing much of anything. Siggy had the wonder strike. I just, I don't, I, they're still doing the Sam manager bounce, and they're going to be really compact and tight against top teams and shit like that, and, you know, they're not going to give much up, but... I don't. I don't think Everton's like a good place to buy. But I'm seeing. I feel like everyone has two Everton players in their team suddenly. Like it's Kenny and Calvert Lewin or Rooney. Oh, yeah, maybe we talked about someone. the defenders, like four fifth defenders. You could do a lot worse there. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but like, that's fine. That's fine, dude. Yeah, I just don't the Rooney shit and the Calvert Lewin shit and Siggy even too. Like I. You have to not just live in hindsight. You have to. I, someone in, I think it was Mar, Mar, Marsali. Yeah, Marsali. Uh, the, the last, last guy. The last in Slack. Slack. Yeah, I mean, she was saying, like, I was like, talk, we were talking about how they look like shit, and she was like, points are greater than looking like shit. Obviously, that's yeah, right. right. But looking yeah, like. That's not right. Looking like shit is greater than the future prospect of scoring any points. <laughs> and look, she was dude. like, yeah. I mean, it's just like. If you want to know who's getting shots in the box and who scored last week and two weeks ago, then go fucking listen to Scoutcast. Like, that's not what we do on FMLFP. No, no, like, no. we watch the games and we give you our insights on what we think's going to happen, not what happened last week. Exactly. And, and I mean, so in the, in the Big Sam era, it's been five games, Rooney has 11 shots and, you know, he's... That's not great. That's I mean, not that's, good for a forward, like... He's yeah, playing so reverse out of position. He's 
and that that includes fucking pens. And it's like pens are not a sustainable way to to earn points. It's just not. Again, if it wasn't Swansea today, they they had nothing else going on at all. Like I was looking at their XG, it's fourth worst in the league since Big Sam came in, other than pens. Like from open play, they're nowhere near scoring. They're one of the worst teams in the league, creating chances, creating big chances, shots on goal, everything. They do nothing. And it just yeah, I mean that's not going to change when he's playing Schneiderlin and Gay in the middle and it's got four two three with like slow ass Rooney. And, that's you know. not why he's there. He's there to solidify the defense and to grind out grind himself. out shit and get them out of relegation. And sure, I mean they're getting lucky. It's not something I'm buying into. I, you know, it's just ridiculous. And there's a lot of guys on pens. Why don't you just get fucking all of them if you think that every team's going to get a pen every yeah. week? I mean, like get Kane. Look at how many pen Spurs have had this season. Yeah, great pick. You know, fucking good job by you. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so I want to, I mean, that's a fucking Waza can fucking go fuck himself. But I want to segue that over to the other new flavor of the day when it was just two game weeks ago and no one was talking about him. But Firmino, all of a sudden, everyone and their fucking mom really? and dog and, and sister-in-law want to bring Firmino in. Scored an offsides goal. Great, nice assist. You know, he's going he's gonna to chip in with his fair share of assists, but... He's still just to me a bad pick. I think I I agreed with you after you know I had him for a while, and mm-hmm. I I mean I just transferred him out. But the underlying stats with Firmino are just not really that great, and he's not he's nailed in a sense that he's first choice, but he gets rotated so much. I was about to bring that up. I mean, if there was a world where he was not definitely nailed on, going to be rotated in the fixture pileup. Sure, I and think he's, he's not pick. the worst pick. You know, it's he's fine, and when he scores, he'll get Max Bones and shit like that. But they're about to have five, four fixtures in like a week. Like he's gonna and start I, two of them. And these are like, I mean, you're talking about Rooney shot statistics. Someone who's very similar is Firmino. In the last four matches, he's had seven goal attempts, right. and I don't want that. I want that if I'm paying like that's like Calvert Lewin shit. Like if yeah, Calvert Lewin's right. doing that, I'm like great, he's five million. But right. for eight and a half, I mean, I don't, I don't want one and a half shots a game. That's terrible. No, you can't have. That. And again, I mean, his goal was fucking offside, so it shouldn't have counted if the linesman knew what he was doing. So yep. he wasn't, he didn't like have a good game. He was good in terms of holding up and doing all yeah, the. He had a good you know, IRL game, not FBL game. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of. His Normal for him. And he's not on pens, which we kind of maybe he was on pens. So a lot of people are looking at bringing him in. I'm a little confounded by that. I think it's probably more so that the lack of options elsewhere because the strikers are so hard to pick from. But I don't get it. I, I really don't understand. It's, it, this is like chasing last week's points to me with Firmino. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're looking at the fixtures. It's like, okay, the at Arsenal. He's nailed on the start. Liverpool don't have a midweek cup match. A lot of other teams have a midweek cup match. He'll rest, start with Arsenal. Three or four days later, Swansea, like, that's, you know, it's got Ings or Solanke or some other weird 4-4-2 type thing written all over it. I just don't, the rotation, and people are going to be so mad, you know, like everyone on Twitter and Slack's going to be like, oh, what the fuck, like Bobby dropped, oh, it's like, dude, like. Have you paid attention last month, two months? That's like what's been happening. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. Liverpool, on the other hand, 
great defensive options coming through right now. Yeah, so let's talk about their defense. I mean, we've got Gomez doing things. We've got Clavin with with uh, Matip out, and, and Rabo is the Rabo. most interesting to me. So, I mean, I was really I thought Milner was going to play this last game because I, I knew Klopp kind of said something about Rabo had like a little knock or something yeah, like yeah, that, and he does like that all that. the time. And yeah, on Anfield Rap, I heard they were talking about that and shit like that. But Rabo played again; he got a little fucking assist. He's Rabo's Rabo in. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think Moreno is better, but one thing that Moreno is certainly not better at is actually crossing. And, like, he has assists in him. Like, he's he looked really dangerous against Bournemouth. And, I mean, his balls, like, bend. Yeah, like no, it's like a really good shape cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. Baines or some shit. And it's like, at Arsenal's obviously bad this week on Friday. Friday fixture, by the way. But the next three are home Swansea, home Leicester, at Burnley. That, those are great then city is terrible and then at swansea at huddersfield you know it's like if you rotate someone with him just bench him in those two bad fixtures i think because moreno we know is still out long term Rabo's really the only left back at the at the club it's like is he worth the money over clavon clavon or clav yeah i mean that's it's clavon yeah i don't know what that was i don't want to talk about that but that was bad let's keep you might as well call him clavino but <laughs> fucking Rabo, I mean, I think the attacking return potential is there. You like you like that one a lot. Oh, shot. I mean, I need the I need more. I haven't checked the Matip news in a while. I know he's still out for maybe the rest of the month. So maybe I think Rob, the, every time they ask Klopp, he's just like. Fuck you, stop asking me about him. Like, he's not healthy. Yeah, so maybe Rags is nailed, and maybe it's not worth it because he's not going to get rotated. We, like, don't have any other center backs at all. So it's probably not worth it. He's so cheap. Four three is ridiculous. But I do, Robbo was just titillating me a little bit. So wanted to shout him. Okay. But yeah. Let's go over to, I want to go over to United because we've got Paul coming back. Yeah, Um, the Paul Bear. Rom, I mean, Rom's got two and two. How do you feel about Rom? <sighs> Fresh off the captaincy for you? I mean, the goal was supremely well taken. There's, uh, it's, it wasn't a very, it wasn't easy. You know, it was, it was a tough. It's a good header. It was a good header. It was just a good header. Got up well, angled it well, but United are just like, oh my god, I. It's hard because I, I usually want them to do really bad and I've been d- rooting for them to fuck up all the time for weeks and weeks. But now that I have Lukaku and I'm watching, I'm like, all right, like Lukaku, let's, let's, let's go. Like, and I just want after, go. You're like leaning after, like, forward on your couch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then 10 minutes pass and I'm just like, who's, I hope someone gets injured on United. Like, who's going to get injured on United? Like, is it going to be Herrera? Like, I hope it's Herrera. Is it, is it going to be, like, that's, immediately yeah. that's where I go. I'm like, I hate them. I hate everyone. I hate It's you. basically West you. Brom versus West Brom. Yeah. So. Like, the XG in that game was 0. 0.7 to 0. 0.5. <laughs> definitely sub one to sub one. But, no, I mean, I think Pogba coming back is going to be a big thing, right? Yeah. Like, he does a lot. And he Herrera getting, tick. he makes them tick, as they say. Herrera fucking off that team is going to be fantastic because he is just an anti. He's the anti footballer. He is so bad. Yeah, and uh, you know they're whatever. I, they're good. They're a good team. They they boss midfield. They just don't really like try to score goals that much for that long of periods in the, in the game. So 
he doesn't get that many chances, but his Lukaku's been fucking ticking all season, you know, have forever much fucking shit we've given him on the pod, which has yeah, been a lot. a lot a high levels of shit. Yeah, but he but does tick. Yeah. He ticks and the fixtures are really good through a new year or whatever, and he's playing not eighty five minutes, not eighty three minutes, like ninety plus he never gets subbed. So you know, he almost had a couple of cheeky assists or goals between 80 and 95 minutes in the game, like really close. Yeah, wide, to those wide-open counters. And yeah, shit. like yeah. really fucking close. So he's always going to have that in his locker. And again, Pogba coming back, I think Lukaku's a really good pick. You know, I mean, I didn't bring him in for no reason. He's expensive, obviously. I I think more, like a lot of people with Marat are getting also like very jerky. And yeah, I was about to say like and, Gabron, Gibran on Slack asked, I have Kane and Marata. They put up all duds of late. Is it worth moving one of them to Rom? If so, which one? And Pocono had the same shit. He has Lacazette, Marata, etc. Like, who do you, who's your least favorite of all the top forward guys to move to? Hey, Lacazette definitely bottom of the barrel from, from those yeah. names you mentioned so far. I think he's just... Can't Wenger, nail himself. He, yeah, Wenger doesn't trust him. He subs him at 70 every game. He's just not playing 90 minutes, and he's expensive. So I think he's definitely bottom. And Arsenal are still like kind of a fucked up mess. Morata... Um, the problem is like in vacuums... Obviously, for me right now, I think Kane one, Lukaku two, Murata three, Lacazette four. But that doesn't mean that I I think you should use your transfer to do something yeah, like Murata to Lukaku. Yeah. It's team by team, and I, that to me is very low priority. Like I would rather get rid of Tarkowski than do Murata to Lukaku. Like I still think Murata is a good pick. I think I think he's still going to get points, but it kind of depends on your circumstance. But. I think Lukaku's going to, you know, trickle in. Yeah, I think he'll trickle in, and that that's a huge thing. Like, we were talking about template earlier. Like, it's hard to anticipate Rom, like, really fucking burying me with a fucking four-goal game or 20 points or 15 points. You know, it's just not... He has that. He can do that. He's done that in, in seasons past, but on very different teams. Um, this season, he hasn't really looked like doing that much at all, so... No, I mean, he has two double-digit all season, and he's played 90 minutes every single game of the season. Those are that's a two, long time ago. A long time ago, game week one and game week five. I mean, that's two of 18 weeks of double-digit hauls. So, you know, he's basically returning kind of like a premium defender. But, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. fuck. But at the same time, I, I just think, again, like, this game, he could have had 13 this week, easily. It, it, he was yeah, really yeah, close yeah. to that. No, I mean, in up. the flat-track bully... Pogba back. I the, I understand the arguments, and I think I yeah. mostly agree. It's like those games early in the season when they were scoring four, it wasn't like they were a good attacking team all game. Not nothing close to it. It was like no. they were just they just outlasted the other team, like fucking right. like it was a boxing fight or something. And then at the end of the game, they just piled it on, and that's right, right. that's back on with this fixture run and with Paul back. Yeah. So, I mean, I think another thing I'm seeing a lot of is formation and formation change and, you know, what's the best formation, you know, 3-5-2, 4-5-1, blah, blah, blah. Do you want want to get into that or what do you you think? We've talked about that. I don't really want to get into that, to be honest. That just doesn't interest me right there. Edit edit this out of the book. No, I'm I'm editing it in. Like, fuck that shit. Like, we talk about that every single week. (laughs) Actually, every week. Like, there's a lot of formations. Good topic, Adam. Great. I'll I'll be here all week. God, Rydell wants to know: Do we hold all of our Burnley assets through their really bad fixture run? 
No, we get rid of all of them except for Pope. Except Pope, right? Yeah. I mean... They're about to probably not keep a bunch of cleans, but Pope is going to get so many saves in all of them. And there's no other keepers. Yeah. The only, I mean, other than De Gea, really, there's not much there. But it's the same thing, I think, with Burnley, that this is the kind of thing where we try and we're too smart or we're too clever as FPL players. Is like, they have some very difficult fixtures, but... Just because they're, if you take their name again, we've said this. If you take the name Burnley away and show me their defensive record and say they're Tottenham, I would want everyone on their defense. Right, and, and if you took the way, like they have home Spurs this week. If you took the home Spurs away from their name and told me it was fucking Bournemouth because that's how well the Tottenham's playing, then I'd <laughs> obviously start my Burnley defenders. Yeah, so Burnley defense has just been absolutely elite. All season. I mean, they have, what are they, have fucking eight, nine cleans or something? They have so many clean sheets this yeah. season. Yeah. And obviously, you don't want to start a defender on a side like Burnley against Spurs or United. I mean, it's not someone like Phil Jones who's fixture proof. Like, they're not fixture proof because it's still Burnley. But they have Spurs, United, Liverpool, and then United again in the next five, six games or whatever the fuck. You don't want to play your defenders there, but I don't think they're going to keep zero clean sheets in those fixtures. I think they could I probably agree. sneak. They could probably sneak two in there. Um, I mean, United are not very good attacking. Spurs have been fucked up attacking all year. Liverpool struggle against buses, especially Sprink- away. Especially away, sprinkled in at Huddersfield at Palace, yeah, very so, cleanable. So they're in a clean six, six out of six cleans. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, like you can talk yourself into that, and it's not ridiculously unreasonable. But I mean, that's ridiculous. But you're going to no, get I'm not save saying points. Six. I'm just saying there will be cleans. There will be. Oh blood. yeah, there will there will be blood and cleans for sure. But with Pope, you get the benefit of if they don't keep the clean, you're not just all automatically relegated to a one or a two pointer. There, you know, he's going to get save points, and who knows what else happens. And in those games that he does get, they do get the clean sheet, then he's probably going to be on bonus because he's usually on bonus when they keep clean sheets. So. And top pull, teams, he's going to rack up like a, with a clean, he'll probably be on like 11 pointers because it's like, yeah, yeah. They're still going to, he's still going to save five, six shots and be on max bone. So yeah, yeah. Pope's just great. So we'll see how that, I mean, I think Pope, because I've been seeing like, should I get rid of Pope to Courtois now that their fixtures are tough? It's like, no, just chill. Like Pope's great. Yeah. Pope. Yeah. But defensively, I mean, you don't want to start defenders in those fixtures on even teams that are better than Burnley normally. And they have a lot of bad fixtures and the and the good fixtures are away, which make the away to Huddersfield, away to Palace, away to Newcastle. That's a little less all the way through yeah. yeah, well all the way to February. So I mean you you know, obviously those are better shouts than any home fixture against the top four side, but Away clean sheets are always tough to come by. So I think getting rid of your Burnley defenders is very, very good to do right now. I mean, going getting up Bana in or fucking JJK, John Joe Kenny Legend or those sorts. Clavon or something, yeah. Yeah, Clavinino. Clavinito. Clavinio. Clavinino. I mean, those are all very good changes to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um... Fuck, dude, I really need to get Sterling. Holy shit. So what are we, are we wrapping? I don't know. JP on Twitter wants to know your city midfielders ranking if you're buying now and money is no object. I think it's Raz, Kev, Kevin. Silva. Well, we need to know if Silva has fucking like dick cancer. Or if what is like, happening, dude? 
There's no, it's, we don't have news. very weird. Night. Yeah, we don't know. It's very, very weird. I, I, yeah, so, Silva 3, Sonic 4, basically, where we're going. Yeah, 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 I agree. Gundo yeah. 1. Um, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. What else? Is that it? That could be it. Yeah. We talked about some stuff. Do you have any specific double game week strategies? We have the so Spurs and West Ham blank game week 21, and then they double in game week 22 with one day off in between their fixtures. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at it's like with Spurs, obviously their assets are more valuable than West Ham's, but I would be surprised to see Sun play both those games. Sun? Yeah. Um, yeah, just with one day off, you know? He is like Lamella. the only guy... Attacking wise, I feel like that'll play both. Yeah, that's like I feel like maybe one of Ali and or Erickson will play both, just because he runs them into the ground. But they both suck, and I'm not going to want to get rid of someone actually good, like a premium midfielder I have to get them just no. for one extra game there, or the hope of one extra game. So I'm I'm really just not. I'm definitely not going to go with anyone besides Kane from Spurs. I'm not going to fuck my defense up to get a shitty Spurs defender in. Um, and then what about West Ham? Yeah, I mean, I think that we've talked about them kind of a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. they're cheap. You know, you get Adri- Adrian on as your second would be nice. If you get Ogbon or Masuaku on, that'd be nice. I think there's potential there with Arnie or, or Lanzini when he comes back from his diving ban. That piece of shit cunt. Dude, that'd that, be nice. That Huge dive, holy oh, shit. Fucking fuck off. It, got, it made me really mad when I watched it a match of the yeah, day, actually. I was just ridiculous. like... They, like, they need to have... Like, a retroactive ban is not nearly good it's enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It needs to be video replay. Like, so the retroactive ban, basically, no, the d- fucking board looks at the thing and decides if he's banned. The same board can do that during a live game. It's insane. They just look at it. They look at replays. The ref waits twenty. No, seconds. but I that, don't. That I don't seconds. want it to be like fucking NFL, where it's like everything is slowed down onto one nanosecond. I, don't, I, don't want like, that I like. I just want. But that's what it'll be. That's what will happen if they go to VAR on that shit all the time. Like I think they need to just make it one. The player needs to ban for like eight games. Like not one game. Like no one fucking cares about. What, like it needs to be a long time. So that that's completely out of the locker, and then two, I think the team that gets fucked by it should be rewarded just like one point. That's what I was saying. Because like, like you it automatically get a point. That's like why I was saying replay because it it doesn't like it change. You know, goals change games. You know, I've always what? said. What are you talking <laughs> about, dude? What? I'm just kidding. Goals don't change games, but like if you reward some team a pen. They go down one nil, like it's all fucked. Like ah. yeah, it's fucked. It sucks. And then he misses two fucking games. Like I don't want to see you until March. Like get the fuck yeah, out of my. They face. went three nil in Stoke. Like very, yeah, they were better, but like they didn't deserve that. Probably not. Not with not like this, dude. Vimmer. How did fucking they sell Vimmer for sixteen mil or whatever? He is. That's awful. that's he's kind worse of than the, like Delaney. That's kind of the Spurs. That's like the name of their game right now, but I mean Levy is the fucking money god. But that's what I mean. They, like they, he sold, he just sold Walker for fifty million. He's gonna sell Rose next year for fifty million. He's gonna sell Ali in like two years for a hundred million to Real Madrid. Like this, their numbers 
compared to other teams just get inflated by like 10 times. It's crazy. Scenes right there. Scenes from Spurs. Vemmer's really bad. That was my main takeaway from that yeah, game. He is just not a he's not a Premier League footballer. He shouldn't be in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bad. All right, let's go. This is fun. Oh wait, wait, wait. Last thing. Last, last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Yeah. We're Charleston. So what? What are you? How are you feeling about Richie? 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 Yeah, I was gonna like whine to you about him in the our team section, but I just don't know. I mean, he's still really good. Like he's still got like shots off in the box and created a chance and stuff. And then they get the red card and the whole game is a fucking shit. So it's like, is he a bad pick because Watford are spiraling out of control and picking up red cards every game? Like, is that sustainable? I don't think so. Or is he just a good pick because he's still good and they still have good fixtures? Like, I'm very confused on what to do with him. Like, it's so tempting to just go like, him to Zaha or, or some shit like that, but like he's still good. Like you watch highlights, like he's still their most dangerous player. And then they get red cards, and like he should have had two assists last week. And like you know, like he's just good. I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't. In my team, again, this is team by team, right? So in my team, I have fucking two guys suspended and Silva. And just other pieces of shit. Like, he's not top priority. But I can envision a world where he's you have two frees and he's your only guy who's stumbling. And then, like, I, I guess get rid of him. I, it doesn't feel right to me at all. Like, he's still, only, he's still so cheap and good. And I think Watford will bounce back. Every team has bad periods at some point in the season. But it's three straight red cards is very unprecedented. <laughs> Very impressive. And you know who will not be getting a red card in the next couple games is Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney. Dude, fuck. Deeney can go fuck himself. Dude. Just <laughs> get out of the fucking league. Like, it's, I'm done. sick of it, dude, you know? He needs to go to the championship. Like, give me Okaka over Deeney all day. Stefano the ledge. I, the thing with Richarlison that's so strange is that he misses so many fantastic chances. He's been mm. doing it all season. And he's the absolute anti-bonus player. He's, like, more anti-bonus than Zaha. Yeah. And he is the most template midfielder of template life. Next to Salah, he's probably the second highest owned of all midfielders. Like, this is the kind of place where I would look elsewhere. I, I mean, I think, like, this is the kind of player that he's far from setting the world on fire. He's not really explosive. Even though you watch him and you think he is, he's not from an FPL standpoint because he doesn't get bonus and he doesn't really do double returns and the team isn't that good. So he's the kind of player that I would be looking at kind of trying to see how could I upgrade that spot to rid myself of some potential, not dead weight, but someone who's waning to get someone in who could give you some differential points, you know? Yeah. I, I hear you. I just don't know if I agree because he's still so cheap. Right. Tell me you disagree. Like, this is a pot. Like, if he was 8 million. If he was 8, yeah, fuck off. Then he's like the easiest fuck off yeah. you've ever done. But he's like still. You have like, to upgrade him in price to upgrade him, exactly. which isn't the easiest it's thing ever. It's very difficult to do that. And he, he is highly owned, but I'd imagine a lot of people are going away from him in droves over the past four game weeks, you know? So he's just getting more and or less and less owned, and you know he's below Hazard and Sterling and 
and I'm talking about top 10K, like active players. He's below ownership of Hazard, Sterling's close to Silva. Even Kev is kind of close. Like, I don't know. I think we'll see where he ends at the end of the week, but I'd imagine another blank is just, just more and more people are going to sell him, especially with guys like Wilf coming on. And I just still think he's really good. I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me. He's a very, like, weird, weird thing happening. He's an enigma. Well, you have other problems, like we said. But yeah, just, and it, just it's just Watford, too, are an enigma because it's like they the team is bad, like you just said. Five weeks ago, they're easily the seventh best team in the league. No question. Like, Leicester's... Yeah, now they're, like, 15th. Right, it feels that way because they have fucking... Lot, drop points against United and Spurs, and then they got three straight red cards. So it feels like they're really bad. But I'm pretty sure they're still good. It's just like a really fucked up stretch. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everyone should definitely buy their defenders, right? They're good. Yeah, oh my god. I'm a cap- I think they're captaining Mariapa this uh, week, actually. That's good. Do you know who's also really good? Been on a really good run. Six straight Blanks, Pascal Gross, go fuck oh, yourself. The best. Oh my god, that's just the I feel so best good. Thing. That has been the best thing. See, like, and that's back to like that's Rooney for one second. Thing. Like, that's why we shit on the guys we shit on. Uh, like, yeah, it's nice when Gross is like getting you points, but Doomsday is coming, my friends. So transfer in Waza, captain him at will. He's a fucking terrible pick, <laughs> and you will suffer. Um, all right, before we get to our teams, one other thing I want to talk about. A lot of, a lot of hazard action. Um, obviously, Walsh at FMLFPL.com, very hate, hate, hateful of hazard. Mm-hmm. But I am absolutely perplexed about hazard owners looking to ship out because... I mean, it's just hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's, it's literal. This is the fourth or fifth straight season where this happens. It happens not even once a season. It happens multiple times a season. If you're going to fucking commit to getting Hazard in, don't sell him. Don't after even like two look, bad don't games. even look at him. It's so fucking dumb. I do not understand it. Yeah, just don't even look. Just pretend like, he's just, pretend he's unsellable. He's expensive for a reason. He's going to get points. He's going to be up there at the end of the season in points. If you make the decision to get Hazard in, don't fucking sell him for De Bruyne because fucking they play Bournemouth for one week. Like, get the fuck out of here. You have better things to do with your transfers. Yeah. Just don't captain him. I do not understand how people keep captaining him <laughs> week on fucking week, dude. He had one shot again. Yeah. And I, we've been talking about this for actually years. I was about to say years. People I thought cap- you were going to say years. months, but it's been no, actually No, fucking years. years. Like, people captain him. You do not know when he will haul. You do not know when he's going to go and have. You're going to look at a stat one game, he has seven shots. The next three games, one shot every game. That's what the fucking actual fuck he does every I game. I love people every week. transferring Hazard out on pens and bringing in Rooney because he's on pens. But that's amazing. It's, I love that. I love logic. It's, it's, I, I haven't seen a team yet where I, I, the only time I could really right now think about, okay, that would be a good transfer to get rid of Hazard if, is if you're changing your formation to like a, you know, 3 4 3 yeah, or 3 two, five, three. Two or something. Andrew. But I have not seen a team yet where that would be my first priority of transfer. Like, I would always like want to sort like your third defender out or something else because Hazard is a good pick because he will get points. He's just too expensive. 
if you have him, you hold him. If you don't have him, you don't buy him. But it's just trading good assets for good assets. If this season more than any should have taught us anything is that patience is rewarded with good picks. Someone like David Silva, like he price dropped, he was price dropping, dropping for fun, but he was still getting returns. And then all of a sudden he gets a brace and a goal and now it goes the other way. Like, cause his stats have been good the whole time and he's a fucking good pick. De Bruyne is a good pick. Like Salah's a good pick. Coutinho's a good pick. Pogba's a good pick. There are a fucking ton of good picks, but I promise you, you have players in your team who are fucking shit ass picks. So get rid of them before you look at trading your one A pick for a one B pick. Like it's I it's so frustrating to see this shit happening and it's just like people shooting themselves in the foot. That was great. Wow, I am fucking sweating. I love that. I loved every every word you just said. Love that. Great rant. Maybe the name of the episode will just be like get good picks. No, no, no. It has to be a cheeky little something. Oh yeah, cheeky cheeky little bad pick. <laughs> let's go to captains alright alright so sort of a normal week their teams are resting but there's cup games but not every team has a cup game and then it's a Friday fixture followed by every team play on Saturday dude that 7 o'clock Saturday is a lot of action we got fucking 7 games at the same time can't wait that's like too much action Uh, I need a bar with I how do how do people do this? Uh, send right in your like methodology for watching when there's 50 games at once because I have like your setup. Yeah, like I stream one and have one on TV, but that's like not enough. I want like five, but is that even possible to watch five things at once? I don't even know. I don't know either. I can't answer that. But so, who are you looking at for captaincy? I mean, there's some interesting fixtures in City or home Bournemouth, as you just mentioned with Kev and. Bournemouth are not good at all. Um, they should score a lot. Um, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Yeah, I'm leaning Lukaku right now. Yeah, there's Rom I'm with think, the return of Paul. That's nice. I'm, th- I'm thinking about Sterling and Lukaku is basically where I have it narrowed down to right now. Yeah, fuck. Not dude, sure. Sterling. I need to get Sterling. Yeah, Sterling's important. I need. I need to see midweek. Um, I need to. I need to think about it because. This is the same thing we talked about with Leicester a couple a couple of weeks ago about how they played their opposition. Like they were fucking, they didn't show up against Palace and they got done. But it would not surprise me to see like United coming to King Power and like a primetime game at night and they just have a blinder. Yeah, Leicester look amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. that'd be yeah. very very unsurprising. Yeah, so I'm a little bit nervous about that. So I, Sterling, it's between the two of them. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean I'm Sterling, sure. Kev. Those are your two city picks right there. Like those are great captaincy picks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about anything else that you see? Well, I mean, I mean I, I, Arsenal, I'm just looking Liverpool, at my team because I don't have any of the guys we just talked about, and it's very, very difficult. I mean, like it's hard to say that Salah's ever a bad pick. Like Arsenal have not been good defensively, and right. Salah scores every fucking week. It, he's it's funny with Salah because he's he's starting to get like. Robin treatment from the media. Like I was listening to pods and shit and match of the day. They were like, you just can't let him cut in on his left. Like, Oh, you think they don't fucking know that you think they don't know he's left footed. It's like Robin. Oh dude, just force him outside. Like, Oh, it's an easy fucking thing. Like these aren't professional footballers. It's professional managers, you know, like 
oh, if I only knew he was left-footed, he wouldn't score, like, 500 goals. Like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, but I love it. But, yeah, I mean, he's not a bad pick. I and mean, last yeah. time we played Arsenal, we fucking destroyed them. It could be the same thing. It's just, yeah. it's still not an on-paper easy fix. It's not like, on-paper good. And like Arsenal will have some been... of the ball, and it's not going to be easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, fuck, dude, I don't know. Maybe my... My captain's not on my team yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so let's talk about transfers. What do we have going on over there? Well, my team's terrible, dude. Like, I... Okay, all right. Tarkovsky should Chaz probably for... be out. What about Chaz for captain? I don't think it's terrible. I mean, he came on and looked very dangerous against Chelsea. I know that your asshole was... The clenching um, went up tenfold when, when Chaz came on. Because he was doing stuff. He almost had a... Fucking brace. Yeah, like, he's really minutes. good. That's yeah, fucking good. So I think it's a shout, but it feels a That's little bit very, ridiculous. Very rogue. Yeah, very rogue. After a week like I just had going rogue, no, sounds no, 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 no. sounds rogue, if you know what I mean. So, I don't know. But, fuck, dude. I mean, I need Silva news. If Tarkovsky dodges this fucking band, that would be just really nice. I could just hide him for a little bit or something, but... I'll probably have to get rid of Tarkovsky just to have, I don't know, a, a squad with the Duffy band and with Silva out and shit too. So oh, we, need Sil- we need Silva news bad. We Silva news is we need very him. vital because I could just go important. Silva to Sterling and Captain Sterling or something like yeah. that. And yeah, we, we were on a holding pattern until we get that. Yeah, sure. and I don't know, dude. I have Son and I Kane. It's like I'm doubling up on Spurs attack after everything we just said about Spurs. Feels a little bit silly. Um, you have two freezer one. I have one, but it's gonna be two. I mean, it's a it's it's a very high percent chance of a hit this week. Um, just with right, well, I, have, I, have so, I just have so many problems in my squad. Let's wait till Silva, and then we'll figure. Yeah, out. I mean, there's cup games and there's Silva news, so there there's a while before I'm taking said hit, and I have money in the bank and stuff, so I'm not like stressed. But as of Pod, uh, my team is in trouble. Um, yeah, you have some. You're in. You're in rough shape. I'm a like, lot of flags, and they're flags. they're not a lot of bad shit. They're they're in stupid places that you don't need them to be. Exactly. They're, so you know that's not good. Okay. Um, what about you? I mean, it's like Silva, you know. I don't, I don't know what's going on with yeah. Silva, so... Nothing else you're looking at? If he's... Not real. I mean, if Silva's dead, then I'm probably going to go to Paul. Um, probably yeah. just do that straight swap. Because I, I can't... Cap- My team's so thin right now because I have two four fives in midfield and I have Nias, who's a fucking actual huge piece of shit. So I can't carry one of my... You know, my few attackers who's not playing. So yeah. if he's anything but ruled fit, I'm going to probably get Pogman for him just because... I'm only looking at eight four and under there, and you know we've talked about Pogba a lot, and it's been so consistent. It's just it's hard to argue with the points for however many like how unreliable his stats are for you know returns and, just and United of the nature of them yeah. and United, but you know Paul is just he might be on pens, you know he's just fucking he's Paul. I, I love Paul, you know you I love, Paul, love so. Paul, yeah. Yeah, you so that's gonna, you and a three some of like Paul and a Rod, and you'll just be. Oh my god! Maybe Tadish is watching. Tadish is just cheeky cam cam guy. Cheeky little cam guy. It it moved when you said those words. (laughs) 
Like that's absolute dreamland. I definitely don't need a pussy in that. In that action. <laughs> <laughs> no pussy FML, here, guys. LGBTQ, okay. Yeah, well, hey, hey, what's up, guys? Um, all right, should we slap some fucking asses and get out of here? Yeah, yeah, you have it up. Have it up. Five new friends, five new patrons. Patreon.com slash FMLPL. Thank you to everyone. We love you all so much. We got Andrew Adams, double A, double A battery. Ansel Adams, son son of Ansel Adams. Son of, son of gay son, son. We got Jabron James, a.k.a. Jabron Chata. Uh, aforementioned Jabron with the question on the punk. Good job by you. Zach DeFritas. I think I'm going to order one of those at, at the restaurant after this pod. Uh, we got Stu Allen doing his thing. Big Stu. He's like a Simpsons character. Yeah, Stu Allen. I, that just sounds like weirdly character. familiar to me or something. Like a, we all we all had a Stu Allen in middle school, didn't we? Yeah, what what is Stu Allen? That's a thing, dude. I think that's a, some sort of and then we got it's Chris like a, Eagles, a dude, a giant palace fan, Chris Eagles. He named his fucking, he changed his name to be a fucking eagle. Fly high. Get it's in. Pretty good. That's it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah, that's a good job by you. I guess it wasn't as dark as I thought. Was I really dark? No, I mean, you talked about a bunch of shit in the beginning. I was just kind of chilling, drinking my wine. Yeah, I guess I, um, I, I don't get like you where you're just like miserable for an entire episode and get you forget about it i don't know how you don't forget about it i I think i I just like potting so much so what are you telling me i don't like potting because that's what i No, i mean i i just don't drink and you're getting drunk and you're just you're i feel like when you're potting and you have a bad week you just have your team up on your screen that's it Uh, like you just you're staring at your points and i'm like bouncing around like looking at stats looking at your team like looking at transfers and shit I keep myself busy, you know. I I tuck my depression away, like slide it under my bed, and you just wear it right on your face. Different strokes for different folks. But dude, I'm fucking flying right now. I'm knocking on the door of the 10k. I'm at 37k. Yeah, dude. I mean, you're doing the pod proud. I mean, I. You're gonna you're gonna get up there. It's just not this week. It's coming. I don't know if I'm gonna get up there, dude. Let's be real. I, I don't think I'm gonna get up there. No, dude, but last week you came up to 100, whatever the fuck, K, and then you just had a nightmare, but... But, like, you look at where I've been all season, it's just been here. I think I'm just playing at the level that I'm playing at. No, no, it's too soon, that's too soon. You still haven't taken one hit, though, do you know that? Yeah, it's weird, right? Uh, This was the worst week of your fucking season. Of my life, I think. (laughs) Maybe life. Actual life, 4.4 million gaming ring. Uh, not good. With 11 puntos on my bench, which is just so fucking annoying. Why couldn't Jones have just been rested or something? Can't play two games in succession. Give me a loftus cheek, little boost off the bench. Every little point mattered so much for me, and I got none of them. God. And we were talking, too, about Duffy versus Austin, and it ended up being, like, Ruben. Mare versus fucking Mare. Yeah, it's just... I need to I need to fucking go have dinner. I'm starving. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlfield. Support us at patreon.com slash fmlfield. And cheers.